and welcome to this episode of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Brittany Hooks. Hi. I'm Kristen Schirmer. Hi. As always, this podcast is brought to you by MarvelousMouseTravels.com. We're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. In today's episode, we will discuss the ladies' recent trip on Royal Caribbean's Icon of the Seas. I am so jealous. Hi, ladies. <laughs> Let's get started Whoa. because you guys have so much to talk about. <laughs> I mean, I was looking all that you guys got to go on the ship, and it's it's incredible. It really is like it's mind blowing. Some of the stuff that Royal Caribbean was able to put onto the ship. When we first got on board, it was just jaw dropping, eye opener. I sailed on Wonder of the Seas in October, so I feel like I had that to compare it to very recently. And this ship is not like any other Royal Caribbean ships. It is absolutely in its own class, the Icon class. They've definitely thought of everything just to make it that much more elevated. Yeah, I would totally agree because I've been on the Wonder as well. And I can tell you that that was a big ship. Then when you get on the Icon, every time you thought you were like kind of near the end of a deck, it kept going forever and ever. <laughs> and you were finding new things. Even spending seven nights on the cruise, we were only on for three nights. Even with seven nights, I feel like you're still going to have things that you didn't get to see that it might for this ship be a good idea to look at deck plans and see where you want to go, what you want to visit, because there is just so much to do and there, there's activities all day long. Yeah. And if you've sailed Royal Caribbean in the past, then you think you know what to expect, which for the most part, you kind of do, you know, where the promenade is, you know, the decks, but then like she said, it just keeps going. But even though this ship is bigger than the other previous Oasis class ships, they have made it more convenient to get around from neighborhood to neighborhood, deck to deck. They've really thought of these very cool ways to connect everything without having to go the long way around and just keep walking even more. So there's little cut throughs, little paths you can take to get to other areas of the ship, which I thought was really cool. Yes. And I agree. And I also thought it was kind of interesting with the number of guests that were on the ship. I never once felt like I was crowded. There were so many different venues and bars and pools and slides and kids activities that you were never really crowded, which I thought was really a nice feature. And I also noticed there was tons of sitting areas throughout the ship. It didn't even necessarily have to be in a venue. There were places to sit on different decks, like above the pizza parlor and all this stuff. So you could just sit and people watch, which was a lot of fun too, watching everybody's expressions as you know they were finding new things was a lot of fun as well oh yeah i'm gonna guess there was about four chairs per person on the ship <laughs> exactly you're right there was chairs outside on all the decks outside so you can sit and sit by the ocean you can be inside looking at the ocean up on the pool decks like so many places to sit so that is awesome because i feel like a lot of people do like to just sit with their friends casually around the ship have a drink visit and there are so many nooks and crannies like all the bars so we still have the same traditional bars that we've had before boleros is still there and then we also got to add more venues on five and six so five being the royal promenade when you walk in you see the pearl and this you've probably seen pictures of it online it is massive, but because of the high ceilings, the space just feels so open. You don't feel like, oh, I'm in this closed in promenade deck where things are dark and hovering above you. It's light and it just keeps going up, up, up. And so it just feels massive, which 
I absolutely loved that, that spacious feeling that they, they thought of. Yeah, that was really cool. And even at night, it was neat because the color schemes kept changing, you know, with the different lights and things in the ceiling and the stairs. And it was, you just didn't know what you were going to see. You know, it was just constantly changing. It was never boring. That's for sure. Yeah. And the promenade's where you want to be, because although that's the middle of the ship and where kind of everything stems off of, there was always live music. There was dancing. There was the dueling piano bar. Then you have the karaoke bar. Like you could just look around and, and put your eyes on a place and be like, okay, that's where I'm headed. Like you could see everything out in the open. So it wasn't just hidden behind a wall. We also have Point and Feather being the new pub. And there was a guitar player in there singing and playing for entertainment as well. And so there was just so much happening at once that you would find your niche and be like, okay, that's where I'm headed. Cause that looks like a cool vibe. I want to go hang out in there for a little while. And the drink menus are extensive. So every place that you pop in has specialty drinks, really cool things to see. Oh, and 1400 bar. Did you stop by the 1400 bar, Kristen? Actually, we did not. We kind of ran out of time because we did several of the shows in nighttime entertainment. Mm -hmm. So that took up uh, quite a bit of our time. Oh yeah. So they had a bubble drink. It was one of those drinks where they put some sort of like, I'm going to call it like a, a Bunsen burner looking type gun on it. And it grew a bubble on your drink and you could pop the bubble. That was their specialty drink. It's called the oh, 1400. Fun. So it was very like picture Instagram worthy. Like you had to take a video drinking that drink. So just very cool. Wow. Factors at each bar as well. Things that they were known for, but yeah, I mean, had I really had a seven day cruise to sit and just like relax with my family or my friends, I would not have seen everything, but I went hard and fast and I made sure to put my eyes on as much as I possibly could, because there was so much to just take in on this ship. I don't know if you guys did the same thing that we did because you were on a different sailing than us, but we had to do a scavenger hunt. So we toured each of the room categories on the ship, and then we went to each of the neighborhoods. So we at least saw a little bit of everything. And I'm actually going back on the icon in May with my husband. So I'm, you know, now I know what I want to go back and see. Oh yeah. That checklist was wild. I mean, it took hours of getting it through that. I'm mean, so glad they gave us that opportunity to see inside the rooms because you never get that. When their ship yeah. is actually sailing with full guests, you don't get to go in people's rooms. So we got to go to all the specialty suites. Yep. Those wow factor places. And then just the normal suites where clients are going to reach out and say, Hey, I want just a normal, you know, ocean view balcony room. What does that look like? And we can tell them. So yeah. What exactly. room did you guys stay in Kristen? We actually were in the infinite ocean view balcony, which actually I loved it. I know it's probably not a suite that's for everybody. For me personally, I loved it because we had extra space. So ours was not as big as the one for the six in a standard ocean view balcony on a regular ship. It was that kind of size, but your balcony was part of your room, if that makes sense. And I will say, I don't necessarily think that that is a cabin for everybody, just because some people just like being outside. I mean, the window goes down, yes, and you're outside. But once you open that window, your air conditioner goes off in your room. Personally, that doesn't bother me, but yes. that may be yes. something that bothers others. Or you can't open that glass if the blind's down in the middle of the sunshine. And it kind of reminded me of being a cat in a sunny window because that's that's my speed. It would be a great cabin to have if you were going from the Northeast down to the Caribbean because several of your days in the winter, it's so cold you can't use your balcony. This is one where you could use it. I would call it more of a three seasons kind of room where you can pretty much use it 
all the time. It's just whether or not you're okay not having that definition between walking outside and putting a window down. Yes. So same. We had the infinite family ocean view balcony. There was four of us staying in there and that's the one that sleeps six. So it has the bunk beds in the back. It has the couch transitions to a double sleeper sofa for two guests and then the main king bed or the two twins. So it does sleep six, which was very cool to see, but we had the same thing. So this is the biggest thing I need to drill home to, to people that are looking at the icon is the difference when it says balcony, but if it says infinite, that is very different than what you're thinking that classic balcony is. And I can exactly. see a lot of people probably getting confused when they think, oh, I booked a balcony room and it's not a walk outside, close the door behind you balcony, especially exactly. if you want to sneak out in the morning and everybody's sleeping, you want to go out on the balcony. That's not really how this room works because the the window as it rolls down, I mean, I could see that waking up the people in your room exactly. if they were asleep, but I would roll it down at night. So when I got back to the room and was getting ready for bed, that's when I put it down. So it's dark outside. It's not hot. And just listening to the the water. I mean, I could right. see how people might leave their window down all night. Like you said, oh, if absolutely. the weather was right, you could just sleep with that open. Like it oh, would absolutely. be so relaxing. <laughs> it would. It definitely would. And there is a curtain for privacy for people that are trying to get ready or whatever the case may be. But it just, you know, they need to understand that the air conditioner does turn off when that window goes down. Mm-hmm. One other important thing to note is if it's stormy weather or whatever, sometimes people like to be out on their deck. The captain can lock those windows so they can't open. So that is something else to think about. Obviously it's for safety purposes Mm -hmm. because, you know, everything would be blowing in your room and whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Because if you weren't in your room and a storm came and you weren't there to roll it up, Exactly. That could be bad. I see. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, or if they need. Yeah. To so, and we also love, we played with the shades. We played with all the buttons in our room. I felt like it was a very smart room. You could control the lights. You could control the shade. So that shade is like a blackout curtain. And I could see if you had kids in your room and you maybe even had a, a crib or a baby by that window. That blackout shade was incredible. Like I thought it was the middle of the night when it was 9 a.m. one day because we had all the shades closed. And it was so dark in there. I had no idea right. that it was morning already because it was so dark. That was incredible. Yes. I was really surprised that it was as dark as it was. But when mm-hmm. that shades down, the air conditioner is kicking in those rooms. It's kind of like you can have the best of both worlds. And it's glass from floor to ceiling. So you can see everything. Yep. It was so cool. Yeah. Kids would love that room. Also, what did you, did your room have the split bath? No, actually, because we had a smaller room, we did not. We just had one standard bath. So some of these rooms on the ships, and ours had it as well, started introducing the split bath to Royal Caribbean ships. And that is awesome. I know other ships have had it before, but the fact that Royal is adding that to a lot of their rooms and their suites is really, really cool. So we had four adults in our room. And so it's not just kids that you're like, oh yeah, y'all can wait. We all had to share one bathroom, you know, typically, but the fact that you could have the shower and sink in one and the toilet and sink in another and still all be getting ready at the same time was, was really awesome. So like no one had to wait for anything because we had that split bath concept in our room. Our bathroom was big, I thought, for a cruise ship. The shelving in the bathrooms was way more than what you've gotten on any other ship before. Mm-hmm. And my favorite was they actually have a bench now to shave your legs. Oh, my so, gosh. The bench. <laughs> that was like a game Love. changer. <laughs> <laughs> Love that bench. And those shower curtain. We have glass doors. 
no shower curtain to wrap around you or get trapped in. You have that nice clear door and the bench. That was, yes. yeah, that was awesome. Yes, definitely. Yeah. One of the really cool things about this ship was they introduced some new neighborhoods to us on the icon of the seas. So did you get to go check out all the new areas? We did. We did. And, you know, every time I saw an area, I was like going, okay, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And then I see something else. And then I'm like, wait, this is the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Oh, wait, this is an adult only area. There's no kids in here. Like there were just mm -hmm. so many and there was bars and more bars. Like you never had to walk mm -hmm. more than like, I don't know, 20 feet. It seemed like to get a drink, yep. everything was right there. You know, it's not like sometimes you feel like you have to go walk forever. You know, if you're in your room and you decide you want to go get a drink, it seems like sometimes you had to walk forever to get a drink. It's not on this ship. You know, they're everywhere. No. Mm -hmm. So first thing when I got on the ship, after I walked to see the Pearl, I beelined over to Surfside because I have three little kids. So Surfside is definitely the place that I would be hanging out with them. And they would absolutely love that area because I mean, it's brand new. So it's, it's now replacing what the boardwalk area is on other Oasis class ships, if you've seen that. So now it's Surfside. So the theming's a little different, but you do have an inner view of the ship. So there's rooms that overlook Surfside, but that's where the new kids splash area is. And there's a lot of complimentary food items down there. Like you said, you don't have to go far and there's a bar as well for adults, but there's complimentary food items at Surfside Eatery and Surfside Bites. So you don't have to go to the Windjammer for lunch. If your kids are having a great time, just stay in that area and you're good. Yeah, that was what was really nice. We've never really had an area just for kids and the water park, the pools. I mean, I've never seen so many pools. Like people aren't standing on top of each other like they used to. Right. The water park, there was just so much to do. I did the Crown's Edge up there, which was the zip line, thrill ride, treetop kind of experience where you're harnessed in and you extend off the side of Icon of the Seas over the water. And then you zip line right over the water back around. And that was such a cool experience. It's not included, but I mean, they are really stepping up their game for adventures and thrills on a cruise ship for sure. Right. One of my favorite things was down on Surfside. There were so many little games and little gyms that they could play on the carousel and the color scheme. I just love the color scheme mm -hmm. on that ship. The, the artwork. I mean, they went into so much detail. Every nook and cranny on this ship was covered in a sculpture or artwork or just really interesting things to look at and the pops of color everywhere. I mean, really, they that had to be a whole team's full time job for many years was collecting all the items they were going to put on this ship because it was very well thought out. They definitely thought of everything when they thought of the things on the ship. And there's so many food options mm -hmm. that are included, which is another amazing feature. You don't get bored. If you're like me, I get bored eating the same thing all the time, but yet I'm not a foodie either. I don't want to eat the same thing every day. There are so many different options of dinings that are included. Like you could mm -hmm. go every day, you could eat at a different restaurant and still never finish. That's how we felt. I mean, we were trying to eat at different places every meal and we still couldn't get to everything that was included. That wasn't extra. So we checked out the Aquadome, which is a very new cool concept on Icon of the Seas. It's where you're going to have your aqua theater show. Right now it's called Aqua Action, but also in there is the Aquadome Marketplace. And that's like a quick service style, almost like food court with like four different concepts of, of different kinds of foods. And so we all got different things to try. And I would have loved to have gone there every day and gotten something different because it was kind of a create your own 
you could really make it unique and different. It wasn't just the same thing every day, lots of variety. And the fact that it was all included was really incredible. I'm so glad that they've given us this many options. Here's one thing that I've heard a lot of. I'm sure you've probably heard too. The price point, people think that it's way more expensive than the other Royal Caribbean cruises and things like that. And yes, it is. However, the experience you're going to get on this ship is Mm -hmm. second to none. Like there is nothing that they forgot on this ship. Everybody has something that they can do, whether it's at the kids camp, whether it's at a bar, whether it's sitting in a chair, there's something for everyone great multi-generational trips and friends Mm -hmm. trips. There's so many different options. And yes, the price point is a little bit more, but I think you also get a lot more for- Oh yeah. I mean, because if you're a family of five and you go to a water park in your community and you spend $200 per person to go to this water park for the day, you're spending a lot of money, but you're on this cruise ship, you're getting a full water park on this cruise ship that is included- Absolutely. Snacks are literally steps away. You don't have to go very far. Then at nighttime, you have the, now they're showing Wizard of Oz. Once again, if you're going to Broadway and you're going to go see a musical, you're paying the big bucks to go see that Broadway musical. But on Icon, you're getting it for free. You're getting it included with your cruise. As many nights as you want to go see these shows, totally, totally up to you. You've got comedy every night. You have the Aqua show, live theater, live music. I mean, there's just so much happening that has a lot of value. And that's what you're getting when you're booking Icon of the Seas. You are getting all the value out of everything. And then especially with us, we got to go to Perfect Day at Coco Cay on our cruise because Icon is stopping there on their port days. And so you're getting that, which I know everybody's seen Perfect Day at Coco Cay, but that is absolutely a big reason of sailing out of Florida is because you're getting access to that all-inclusive island as well. Did you guys get a chance to stop at Hideaway Beach on the island? We didn't. Tell me all about it. Oh, we did not even it, get off. Oh, it was absolutely amazing. The color scheme, again, was out of this world. There were so many things to do, plenty of seats. And you know what's really nice about it is, I want to say they said it holds like thirteen to 1,500 people on that part of the island. So that's going to free up a lot of space from like Oasis Lagoon and Chill Island mm-hmm. and all that, because that's been a big concern for people. And again... Mm-hmm. We didn't feel crowded at all. They have different food offerings like coconut shrimp and Greek salad and things like that. So you don't have to go over to the buffet if you don't want to. The infinity pool and the cabanas are incredible. So while everybody else got off to go explore Perfect Day Coco Cay, our group, we stayed on the ship and went to the hideaway. So we went to the adults only area on the cruise ship with views of Perfect Day. It was almost empty. We had the best time because there was nobody in that area. We had that infinity pool on the back of the boat all to ourselves. And we just stared out at Coco Cay oh, from there. And so we had spot. great views. We had drinks, really just had it to ourselves. And so that's one of the reasons we stayed on. So we could go explore that area while everybody else got off the ship. But like you said, there's so much to do, especially in just three days, there was so much to do on the ship. We just were like, oh my God, we can't get off. Like we have to keep going because we just had a, we had so much to cover in three days. And like you said, we just didn't do it all. I'm going back in May so that I can check out all the things that I didn't get to do. As I was looking at the post that you guys did for the social media team and things, there were things I was like, oh, we missed that. that." (laughs) Even though I was on the ship, there were still things that you guys found that I didn't see. Every time you get on the ship, you're going to find stuff you didn't know that was there before. 
Absolutely. This definitely warrants multiple cruises on Icon. And then that really gets everyone excited to know that star of the seas is coming because it's going to be another Icon class ship. It's going to be sailing out of Port Canaveral. And the price point is going to be lower right now for Star than you're seeing for Icon. So it's something to think about if you're really liking the look of Icon, but the price is feeling high, then book as early as you can and as far out as you can to lock in those lower rates. Because what we're seeing now is people who booked probably like when you did for your May trip, you booked early on and got a great deal. And then now that the ship is launched and people are seeing it, they're yeah. like, oh, I have to go. Like we got to get on there. So it's oh, filling I up. I compared the rates today for the sailing that I'm on in May versus what I paid for it. And it's more than double. You were smarter than the rest of us to get in when you did. <laughs> As inventory goes down, rates go up, supply and demand. We were showing the ultimate family townhouse suite and people were like, oh no, no one's going to pay that. Who's paying that? Yeah, and we're like, oh, it's, it's, booked. it's booked for 24. People are doing this. People are going, they are paying these prices and they are excited. I mean, Royal did a great job marketing and getting people really excited about this ship because it is filling up fast. Last minute deals for cruises are a thing of the past. Exactly. There's, there's no waiting. And this is absolutely why you reach out to us. You reach out to Marvelous Mouse Travels because we have travel agents that specialize in Royal Caribbean and they will do the hard work for you of figuring out all the comparisons to the different room categories, explaining what would be a good fit for your family or your friend group if you want to travel with others. We take care of that and arrange that for you. So absolutely yeah. reach out to Marvelous Mouse Travels to help you plan your next Royal Caribbean cruise, whether it's Icon of the Seas or any of their other awesome ships. Always use a travel agent. And people have asked, how do you get five in a room? The website only lets me do four. Once again, reach out to a travel agent. We have our ways and we will figure it all out for you. So you don't have to just be scrolling on the internet, figuring out those, those things that aren't there. So let a travel agent assist you. We are completely free of charge. We get paid by Royal Caribbean after our clients travel. It doesn't change your fare price. And if anything, we look for lower rates when promotions come out. We always want to be thinking of our clients first and making good use of your time off from work and your money because people work really hard to take these awesome vacations. And we want to make sure that you are using your money and your vacation money wisely on these trips. But without a doubt, Royal Caribbean Icon of the Seas is worth it. It's worth your oh. money and your time. Your kids will be blown away. You will be blown away. You'll just impress everyone. You know, people are like, it's expensive, but have you tried to feed a family of five at a restaurant three meals a day? Well, you have a family of five, don't you, Brittany? Yeah. Yeah. So like, what's exactly. it cost an average meal at your house to feed your family? And all the meals and snacks are included. On top of that water park that you would pay $200 for or more. Yes. Yes. And you're constantly trying to entertain your kids with things. Yeah. Ice cream galore, pizza. That's where I like to hang out, especially at midnight. Go get pizza on the ship at Sorrento's. There's something always available and you will never be bored unless you want to be bored and then you can. But if you're looking for activities to stay busy and to occupy your time, there is a constant stream in the schedule when you're on board. Look for trivia, look for dance lessons. And there's so much cool stuff to do. And, and not to mention people spend a lot of time in the casinos on board. So if you're looking just for a really good casino, this one is huge. Yeah. And I think I also saw, did I see you guys went to story time or something? We did. They had story time in Surfside about 8.30 PM. 
And they had characters that came out and basically tell your kids a bedtime story with costumes and with props. It was adorable. And then you send your kids off to bed if it's bedtime. So there's so much they came up with that I have not seen on any other ship before. If you've seen those smart elevators, they worked awesome. Yes. Yes, for sure. No more squishing people in, trying to fit, trying to find an elevator to take you where you want to go. Like those smart elevators were so cool. You tell it what floor you want to go to. It tells you what elevator to go to. And then it really never got full. Like it was never. No, we, you know, now that you say that we never saw a packed elevator ever. There's a lot more elevators for sure on this one yes. than there are others, but they just spread them out so nicely. So I don't know how that works, but it was great. Well, thank you ladies for coming on and discussing the icon of the seas with me. And I do have one last question for you guys. What was your favorite part of the ship? That's a really hard question because everything was so amazing, but I would have to say as an adult that only has an adult child, I would probably say the hideaway and the hideaway bar because it's at the very back of the ship. The pool is glass. You can see over the edge. It's just absolutely amazing. The views are gorgeous. And, you know, it's just very relaxing. Tons of chairs, whether you want to sit there and have a drink or whether you want to be in the pool and there's hot tubs, like everything is there. That would be my favorite place. Okay. So my favorite place, and I didn't even mention it yet, is Central Park. I 100% would spend all day in Central Park on any Royal Caribbean ship, but Icons is perfect. You guys, they have a brand new champagne bar there called Bubbles and you can have mimosas, different kinds of champagne. Like it was I felt so fancy. Like I would just get my glass of champagne, sit in Central Park, listen to the the noises and the music. There was guitar players. And then at night, Lou's Jazz and Blues Club opened up. There was a full band in there singing and performing. Oh, it was totally a vibe. And I am definitely a little more in stage of my life where I'm looking for some more chill vibes where I can talk to people and not be like yelling because of the noise. It was calm, great food in Central Park. Park Cafe is my favorite place to grab lunch because it's included, but they're also open for tapas now at dinner on Icon of the Seas. So get a glass of wine and then go get some tapas as like a pre-dinner snack or something and listen to live music. So Central Park, always my favorite place and no different. Icon of the Seas blew me away. Well, I can't wait to be able to experience this myself. Like I'm just, I'm so jealous that you guys got to go. And I'm (laughs) definitely booking because I need to get myself on the ship. And if you're listening, you need to get yourself on the ship too, you know? Absolutely. I highly (laughs) recommend it. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming on. And and once again, sharing your experience regarding the icon of the seas. And I'd also like to thank you as well for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Be one of the first to know when a new episode has been released. If you'd like to get in touch with one of the agents featured on today's show or any other agent from Marvelous Mouse Travels to plan your next vacation, please visit our website, www.marvelousmousetravels.com. I'll also provide a link in our show notes on how you can get in touch with Brittany or Kristen today. We hope you have a marvelous week and we'll talk to you soon.